I'm sure comedians have done bits about this. Mm-hmm. They the chirp that they do when the battery's running low. Mm-hmm. If you have more than one smoke detector, you you know you get the chirp. And everybody stop! Stop! Everybody stop what you're doing! <laughs> stop! <laughs> what? Fuck! Where the hell? chirp? <laughs> See, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna talk about a boogie boogie. I'm gonna play one. Anyway, so I, I cut the wires, put it back up. So it is now not connected to a power source. If I die in a fire or something, I guess this will be this this will be one of those recordings that didn't age well. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, that one's on me. This is Better Off Dad with Paul and Steve. And we're trying to figure out how to do the right thing when things are hard. So we tried to cover this a bit uh, in the last episode, um, and it is, well, what exactly is this? Uh, we got our tagline, we got our title. Mm-hmm. Um, we've said in the past that this is Don't Panic 2.5, right? That's right, right. <laughs> if Don't Panic was 1.0, although yeah. Don't Panic went through a few iterations, so there's 1.1, 1, 1. 1, 1.2. <laughs> yes, yes, that's why we jumped straight to uh, 2.0 when it was Whiskey Talking. So we just bypassed all that. Yeah. And I think Whiskey Talking was a clever name mm-hmm. um, because, you know, people like whiskey mm-hmm. and they like talking. And they we were recording. Them, yeah, we recorded at night. And yeah. We wouldn't well, be having we a few. Drinking. Now we're recording during the day, which we could. And there's no reason we couldn't drink. There's, uh, no, there's uh, no law against it. There's no law against it. There's no, We're grown, grown ass men, right? That's right. But then we have stuff to do afterwards other than nap. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, there ain't nothing like a nothing like a ten o'clock drink to make you want to take a nap. I mean, if I'm if I'm like in a hotel room or something at a show or whatever, you know, yeah. you know nobody's gonna stop me. You know, that's why day drinking becomes fewer and farther between when you have kids and responsibilities yeah. and stuff. I imagine yeah. once our kids are out of the house. We'll go back to day drinking on Saturdays and Sundays. You know? It'll will be it'll be cool for us to do it then. Cause oh, that's dad. You know he's yeah. He's so, he's no. You'll see him with a he'll have a natty light in his hand by ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> natty light talking. That's the natty light talking. If we're if we're gonna go that route, I prefer Bush Light because yeah. while I'm not a light beer fan, Bush mm-hmm. Light I think is Bush Light and uh, Old Style are my two favorite. Crappy light beers. I gotta go with old style. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's something about it. It's got a nice. It's got a nice stronger taste to it. It's not. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't taste like you're drinking a glass of water. Yeah. There's something to it. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it. I can taste my beer. Yeah. 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 
the uh so that was whiskey talking you know and then that was never a plan always just like hit record and start talking right mm-hmm. whatever whatever was of the day of the day like we tried to be topical we got political a few times well i got yeah i got yelled at we started out not being political but then all this happened <laughs> yes and i remember the day that i decided fuck it let's get political mm-hmm. i was in the middle of us of a of a deployment and it was going smoothly and i was like let's start recording again because we'd take it a long break because my life was hell uh, my work <laughs> life was hell and yeah. uh i was sitting out on the deck i was like i could sit out on the deck and do this and we just started talking about trump and the pandemic and how he was fucking it up and we just went from there mm-hmm. <laughs> i was just like i can't yeah. hold back anymore let's go yeah yeah oh man and we never looked back I mean, we we've all we always try, you know. We we every time you say, well, let's try not not you, but every time you say, well, let's try not to do politics or stuff going on, it's kind of it's it's almost impossible anymore. Everything is related to everything, so eventually the topics will come up. So it's like, why why fight it? Let's just do it. Good point. Let's just be. A, I mean, that's it's who we are right now. Okay, now so now that was two dot two dot five. Uh, yeah. is better off, Dad. Because mm-hmm. what do we know? What's our experience? We're dads and we're trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. when everything around us is, you know, there, there are too many, there's tons of people not doing the right thing <laughs> and they're making it harder to do the right thing, but we're sticking to it and we're yeah. just trying to raise our kids, give our kids better than we got right. what we're doing. And that means it's going to be personal. It's going to be heartfelt, emotional, yes. and it's going to be real and topical. That's that's the hope. We also had, don't forget, we had the two point, probably three or four. That was the uh, the boomers are mad again. Oh, yeah. But we couldn't we couldn't keep up with them. because <laughs> they they Yeah. Right. It's like, what are they mad at this week? Well, there's seven things. It's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. We did like two episodes. Yeah, we just of that, did a couple. Of it just it was too. It it only took it it took the boomers are mad again just two episodes to do what the war in Ukraine did in like five or six episodes. The boomers yeah. wore us down so fast. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, it was. It's yeah. So t- yeah, that was two dot three, <laughs> <laughs> and that was our attempt actually at getting hyper hyper specific because our thought was we get specific about what it is it makes it easier for people to find us and easier to yeah. be like am i gonna like this is it something i'm gonna give a try to i, th- uh, I think they call that a niche maybe niche. No. could be we're just trying to find a thousand true fans that's right and then uh, we went back to whiskey talking we did a series on ukraine this is the retrospect this is like is that episode on uh, in sitcoms where they just go back over the history of the? Well, they had <laughs> a um. There used to be a philosophy in comics back in the eighties. Uh, for particularly Marvel comics had it, which was everyone's comic. Everyone's, everyone's. What is it? Every comic is someone's first comic. Like every issue, like yeah, like so every issue is somebody's first issue, right? Yeah. So what we're doing is, if this is your first time listening to this brand new iteration of whatever this is this is what we've been up to this is what yeah. you missed <laughs> that suffice to say not much 
<laughs> so yeah, so the plan is if you if you like us, if you like what you hear, if it seems interesting to you, you'll like it. And if you don't, you won't, and we're sorry. All right. <laughs> maybe you'll yeah. like maybe you'll like uh the new tales of the mysterious traveler. If you like old time radio, it you know, audio plays, um, stuff like that. Uh there's a lot of podcasts out there that do like modern serialized uh scary theme stories this is kind of like that except each each episode is somebody's first episode so there's it's its own little world of horror and sci-fi and general weirdness and it's great check it out bigbroccolistudios.com so this is the excuse for paul and steve talking once a week (laughs) That'd be a much longer version of the the title. <laughs> and between the tagline and the in the title, you should pretty much get what it's about. So here we are. We're dads. We're better off as dads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're better off dad. <laughs> and Considering the uh, our, our life paths up into becoming fathers. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I I don't know. I don't know what would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> I liked believing I was invincible. Mm. I I'm not sure how long that would have lasted without mm. kids. You know? I, I'm thinking there would, would have been dialysis at some point. Yeah, dialysis. <laughs> yeah, so that's a that's quite a heavy responsibility to put on a child. But I told my kids when they were little, your yeah. your job is to save my life and to that's give right. it meaning. Your your job is to give my life meaning. Make me proud. Do accomplish all the things I wasn't able to. Um, make me look good in front of other people. Prove what a great parent I am. That's right. Do all the uh, things I couldn't do. Do all the things I couldn't do. I can't remember if there was anything else. Don't embarrass me. I think was in there. I told all that. I filled them yeah. in on all that stuff. No, it's funny because that's what most parents do without <laughs> ever a, a baby sitting in front of you. You're like, all right, good job. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. <laughs> it's funny a lot of parents actually do that like like they don't actually say the words but that's pretty much you know that's well that's the joke the right? one the one uh sport that uh atticus went out for and participated in the one season that he was in it which is about a it's a cross country which is about four weeks worth of a season you know yeah uh, that's all I needed to re to, to remind myself that yes, it is 100% like that because I mean, these kids, you know, run, run themselves into the ground and get yelled at for not running faster. And I'm like, well, first of all, my, I'm, I'm not out here. I'm, I'm not running 2.5 miles. I'm not going to yell at you cause you're not moving fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't even run to the mailbox. So who, you know, but, but there's a, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of pressure. And these were like, oh, 12 year old and probably 11 or 12 year old kids. It's like, geez, give them a break. So yeah, no, they are a hundred percent like that. It only took four weeks for me to be, uh, for the re the reaffirmation that parents are like that. Parent, what parents are like. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I remember before we had kids, we were walking through the park, my wife mm-hmm. and I, and the there was some little league baseball practice going on 
right? Mm -hmm. And the coaches, which are usually dads, right? Yeah. Are hitting pop flies to the kids. And they're supposed to be catching these pop flies, right? And if one came close to you and you missed it, you had to do push-ups, like 10 push-ups or whatever. Mm. And the dads that are hitting the pop flies are yelling, like, like they're in trouble if they miss it, right? So they miss it, and he's like, oh, you should have had that. Drop it, give me 10, you know, like a drill sergeant. I swear to God, the wars of the 20th century completely screwed up everything, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> because, you know, that's a very drill sergeant sort of like, you yell, you make them exercise, right? And I said, I said to my wife, I was like, this is what I don't get. Um, the kid would like nothing more than to catch that pop fly yes. for that for that good feeling that he's going to get when he catches it. He knows he's, yeah. he knows he's supposed to catch it, right? Yeah, his, it's not like he's out there, oh, that's I was supposed to catch it? Yeah, right. I don't, or screw you, I don't want to. I'm giving up part of my Saturday. Told my parents I love baseball. <laughs> got them to buy me this new mitt. Yeah, and and the special shoes and the there, and and everything. Were, I just don't want to. There hmm. were many times sitting in the outfield during gym class where I just watch the ball go by. There. <laughs> yeah. They don't pay me enough for this job. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I didn't volunteer to be here. <laughs> I'm walking out of this class with a solid C. I don't give a shit about your ball. <laughs> So, so that's the first thing. The second thing is you're using a punishment for mm -hmm. something like that they didn't choose. It's just they haven't learned how to catch it yet, right? Yes. So you're punishing them as though they had a choice. And as the punishment, you're using exercise. So you're telling them that exercise is bad and yep. it's something you want to avoid by doing the right thing, which, by the way, you would be doing anyway if you could. <laughs> Yes. And you're yelling at them, making them think they're in trouble. So now I'm in trouble uh, for not being able to do a thing that I would love to be able to do. You know, mm -hmm. I'd love to learn how to do that. And now I'm in trouble for not. So there must be something wrong with me. And I have to do this thing that uh, is bad, which is exercise. I'm not supposed to want to exercise. I'm supposed to want to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. It's just all kinds of messed up. And that's how they run school sports. Yes. Now the brochure says, "Oh, foster a spirit of team teamwork and camaraderie and depending on others and learning, you know, discipline and focus and all." That's what the brochure says. It really ought to say, "Like, come get yelled at by grown men." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of those grown men can't do ten push-ups. It's, right? it's like it's like Atticus told me. He's like, gym teachers shouldn't be allowed to be fat. <laughs> it's like yeah that would be like having a math teacher that didn't know how to how to math you know or 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 what if you had a counselor who uh was divorced <laughs> yes <laughs> like all of them are <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> there there should be like a um some kind of like community college crash course or something you can take to be like you know how you have like you have like uh like talk therapists yeah I just want you to listen, therapist. Just, you can just sit down, just bleh, throw everything out, and then give me my money, and then you can leave, and you'll feel better because half of, well, more than half of the 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 healing process with talk therapy is just hearing the words coming out of your mouth, because it's like when you're 
you wake up and you're like, oh man, I had this crazy dream that I just can't put heads or tails to. What was it about? Well, it was about the time that I was trapped under ice. And by the time you get to the end of it, you're like, oh, I see what it means. I forgot to feed the dog. I, I was just thinking about our show uh, again. Mm -hmm. I was mm. thinking. We were doing uh, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what? Some of the shows that I really like, they kind of stick to one topic. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I don't know if we should do that. I don't know if we should do like, okay. And then I thought of this other thing I wanted to talk about. Or if we should try to try to make them like, okay, today is school sports. Tomorrow is counseling. You know, well, next week we'll do uh, boomer um, I think parenting that's styles. Why it's imperative that when, um, at, don't, don't message me at eight o'clock in the morning going, what should we talk about? Get me up the day before, <laughs> because at eight o'clock in the morning, all I'm thinking about is my coffee and my peace and quiet for a little while. No, and that's I a good idea. I got nothing. On the days that we have a topic, you know, in mind, like when, when we message each other in the morning, we're, we know going into it that that's going to be the topic at hand. But when we message each other, we're like, well, let's just see what gels. Yeah. This is what we're going to get. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. The the audience or listeners can they can read the uh, the uh, little write up of the show and decide whether or not they want to listen to that episode. So well, that and jibber jabber episode. <laughs> yeah, jibber jabber episode. No, that that's a great point. And uh, that still we're kind of that is what we said. We said we would talk about the show. Right, the, mm -hmm. today would be a talk about the shows about. So I think those two topics, the school sports and the counseling are good examples of the type of thing you're going to hear, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we will complain about PE. We'll complain about <laughs> how schools are run. <laughs> yes. We'll complain about the people who complain about how the schools are run. <laughs> <laughs> I, for example, you know, I think one of our biggest, one of the biggest problems in society, I think, is failure to define the problem. Yeah. And... People will go, schools are terrible. And you'll get people from the left and the right going, yeah, they're terrible. And the people on the left will be like, uh, kids should be learning, uh, shouldn't be just, they, they're not empty vessels to be filled with knowledge. They already come into it with their own experiences and their own particular you know, world needs. And every kid has his own unique needs and stuff. We need the schools need to stop trying to be factories, just turning out. Uh, automatons, you know, with, with that can read, write, and do a, arithmetic and blah, 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 right? The left and then the people on the right will be staring blankly like, what? No, <laughs> the schools need to get back to discipline and arm the teachers and, 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 and stop and talking put, about gay things. <laughs> and put God back in the schools. We need God back in the schools and just teach reading, writing, arithmetic. We don't need all this other stuff. To They don't need all this other stuff, you know? And so... The the we we fail to define the problem before <laughs> we get into the discussions, right? Well, that's that's the mob mentality. You know, yeah. they grab the pitchforks and storm the castle, not realizing they killed the monster and the monster wasn't actually guilty. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know, he was just he was playing with the girl and she slipped and fell into the lake. <laughs> he didn't know how to swim to get he her back out. Plus, he didn't, he didn't know her. what he didn't understand what mortality even was until that moment. Oh, that's true. Did he throw her in the lake? He might have thrown her oh, in yeah. the lake. In the in the original, she was a pretty thing. 
Yeah, well, she he ran out of petals on his flower. So he just grabbed her and threw her in. And she drowned. And that's when it clicked in his head that, uh, oh, oh, that's death. But they cut that part out for, I believe, decades because that was too much. Yeah. yeah. And it's like they, they put it back in. And I I love Frankenstein. I love this movie, by the way, Tangent. Um, I, I love Frankenstein. I'm I'm more of a fan of Bride of Frankenstein, but getting back to Frankenstein, here's what cracks me up. Okay, the, okay, Frankenstein's monster throws the kid into the water and, and she drowns, and they thought that was too much. But the movie overall, like, had people running and screaming out of the theater, and I'm like, that was like 1931 or 32, and I'm thinking, how, how like not ready for like the remote most remote uncomfortable thing were we as a country <laughs> that a dude yeah. walk around like this is <laughs> like terrifying it was a different time it was that, a different time oh man that's that's exactly you know when i said earlier the wars of the 20th century really messed us up mm-hmm. so the 30s right mm-hmm. if you think about what was what was so the europe had experienced the nightmare of the great war right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the u.s you know sent a bunch of boys over so germany had already started losing by that point america was just helping with the sweep up operation still lost 150,000 people or something yeah yeah because they were just all thought they were sergeant york it's like yeehaw charge them anyway this isn't an episode on world war one what i'm trying to say is (laughs) The United States culture and society didn't really experience the horror. People lost people and stuff, but mm-hmm. you could argue the Civil War, like, but that was still one of those, like, the battles over there. Yeah. You know? If you're gonna um, put it on a scale of like magnitude, yeah, no, we yeah. did not by comparison to the the zone that it was taking place in. The U.S. was also very early in its colonial ambitions. You know, the Philippines had just happened. 20, 30 years ago. So still really relatively new. They still hadn't like, you know, Hawaii was still, you know, not a state. And my point being, the U.S. was a very different country before World War II. Very different. Like Mm -hmm. the democratic system was different. Everything was different. We were were an isolationist country. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in terms of what terrible things are possible in the world, Eh, things aren't too bad, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> things yeah, are pretty yeah. good. So having this monster like scare the shit out of people yeah. is like it was a different time. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I know this. It just cracks me up. That's, it is funny. It is funny. Um. <clears throat> oh, we were talking about school. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in physical education. So I've got a couple of. I've got a couple of arguments I got to have. I don't, I don't think there'll be arguments. There'll be there'll be strongly worded discussions with <laughs> with my son's counselor because he's a senior. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to graduate this year. He is going to graduate this year. Yeah, um, it's going to be. It is a rocket sled journey. Oh yeah, yeah. But one of the credits he's got to have is physical education, mm-hmm. and. He took the online one over the summer between 
eighth grade and freshman year. Mm-hmm. And then he's he's taken three semesters of weight training. All right. He has taken he has been riding horses, you know, since he was nine years old, uh, which is very athletic. You you know, there's lots uh, of yeah. Core, yeah. core strength required. Like the kids oh, yeah. come off of these horses sweaty and tired, mm-hmm. um, just like the horses. Um, so it's very it's a very athletic, it's very team building, very, you know, it's a yeah. it's a it's an athletic. Uh, it's everything endeavor. the brochures claim high school sports are exactly yeah exactly the teamwork the we we landed at a great barn the mm-hmm. the you know the lead instructor and all the instructors are very good they don't yell at kids they're just like they'll raise their voice if the kid doesn't seem to be hearing them <laughs> yeah there's a difference between raising <laughs> yes. one's voice and yelling um, but it's all very uplifting and everything but anyway all of this the three semesters of weight training which he did to support his uh horse riding mm-hmm. um none of that counts toward the pe credit that is bullshit right? that is absolute so bullshit. he tried to, his second semester last year he actually took the in-person pe mm-hmm. but he's gay and got bullied the entire time he did it for like two-thirds of the semester and he's like dad i can't take it anymore just mm-hmm. can't take it i was like all right we'll drop it drop pe do the summer version the summer online version. So he goes to do the summer online version and the lazy, like the gym teacher who already, once I say gym teacher, you're, you're already (laughs) probably lazy, right? Yeah. Probably just wanted summers off. (laughs) Tucks his shirt into his shorts with his his polyester shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Already. I mean, what, what are his, you know, what's his desire for life? Like don't get hassled by the kids who are all, idiots and cretins and you know thugs and uh get my summers off but hey look summer school i'll teach summer school that should be easy right extra money Mm -hmm. um well he didn't grade things in time so eli he so my son didn't have time to finish his stuff and you can't work ahead you have to wait Mm -hmm. for him to finish grading a thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he didn't grade the stuff in time so he wasn't able to finish now he's going back to school like his only option would be to take in person. So I'm going to go argue with the counselor and I'm going to be like, look, you do special accommodations all the time, right? Yep. For different things. There should be a special accommodation here, especially since your anti-bullying policy is to have cameras outside the bathrooms so that you can see somebody coming out of the bathroom so that you know who did the bullying, right? After he's already been harmed. <laughs> These anti-bullying policies are mm-hmm. not worth the time it took to type them up. Yeah. They are never enforced. They're just, all right, kids, we've got an anti-bullying policy, so shape up, and they never do, and then they never get in trouble for it because I've heard countless stories about the nightmares the kids have to go through and the zero repercussions that that happen to the kids that bully them. And it's like I've taught my kids because my thing is don't, don't start nothing, but don't take nothing. But remember two things. One, if you get involved, that's your choice, and you got to follow through, and yeah. you're probably going to get stomped. Two, the people in charge only ever see the retaliation, and yeah. that's and you're going to get in trouble. But three, two point five plus plus <laughs> if you if I get a call 
from the school and they're like oh mr schultz or uh, your son uh got in a fight with uh and and they'll say the kid's name and this kid will have has had been bullying my kids since they, they were six years old i'll be like the air the the, the phone line would turn blue and i was just <laughs> like good <laughs> he, he, I'll be like Samuel Jackson, and, <laughs> and I'll just you're not you're not gonna get in trouble with me because right. I know my kids well enough to know that they're not gonna be the ones that like you know start a fight with somebody. Yeah. Every time I go to a parent teacher conference, the teacher says, "Well, his grade doesn't really reflect what he's learning in the class." You just said uh, the quiet part out loud. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how do you know that he's learning the stuff? Well, he does well on the test. His When I grade his papers, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're always good. And he participates in class. His presentations, everything he does in class, his tests, everything shows me yeah. he's learning the material. So why does he have a D or an F? Well, you know, we have these daily assignments and you have to turn these things in. And uh, he hasn't turned them in. So that's going to be my discussion with the counselor is why can't his grade be based on what the teacher knows he knows as opposed to did he check the box? Did he comply uh, with your system? When I know you know the, answer, the system can be difficult. Yeah. Well, I do know the answer, but yeah. I, but to my approach is, then it is the best. My part. approach is to get the counselor to say the quiet part out loud. <laughs> I've had success with this before, actually. When somebody gives me an answer I don't like, I just uh, go, why? is that yes yes. why is that the policy is there oh and when they say that's our policy i ask for a copy of the policy because usually it's not their policy usually it's just how we've always done it and 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 if they insist on giving you that well that's just our policy yeah routine over and over again then you then you go ahead and you do the well you know who else said that that's just our policy violate godwin's law in a conversation with the school (laughs) it's not it's not violating godwin's law it's enacting godwin's law (laughs) what if they answered with i was over on the bench (laughs) i was over (laughs) on the bench (laughs) are you how are you any better than a nazi i was over on the bench (laughs) (laughs) it's i'm just glad i only got a couple more years the the policy thing is always here's here's okay Everybody get a pencil, get something to write with and something to write on. We'll pause pause the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. <laughs> and we're back. Um, Vincent's rules for enacting change. One, <laughs> state very clearly what you want to have happen. Right? Mm-hmm. When they say, like, when they present the hurdle, sometimes the hurdle is simply we can't do that. Sometimes the mm-hmm. hurdle is, well, do you have the this paperwork, that paperwork? Have you been to that office, the other office? Have you jumped through all these hoops and got you know an act of Congress passed? Then my so if it's the act act of Congress, we'll go down the complicated path because the easy path is when they just say no, we don't do it that way. The complicated path is they present obstacles. Then you mm-hmm. go, okay, why do I need all of that? Well, mm-hmm. because that's our policy well can't you do it without that no because it's our policy okay step three so you've asked why you've gotten them to say it's our policy step three ask for a copy of the policy and all likelihood you will be able to exit at step three and they'll go okay we've gone ahead we've decided to do it right i'm gonna have to remember that because the odds are the odds are in your favor Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
the odds are in your favor <laughs> that that was either close encounters or hunger games I'm not sure. <laughs> i think you did a little both <laughs> the odds are that they don't have a policy yeah and that the person that trained them and the person that trained that person before them they all just said this is how we do it and the copy of a copy of a copy must be our policy, right? Yeah. They assume it's their policy. They think there's a policy. They'll go, they'll be like, I'll call you back. I'll get a copy. I'll call you back. They'll talk to their supervisor and go, I need a copy of this policy. Somebody's asking for it. And the supervisor will be like, okay, I'll get it for you. They'll the supervisor goes to their manager. Hey, need a copy. Eventually it's like, oh, we don't have a policy. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. usually what will happen. Mm-hmm. If they do have a policy, get a copy of it. Cause when you read it, you may interpret it differently and you'll be like, yes, that's not what the policy says. Yes. The policy I mean, the, says I can do this. Right. I mean, the second amendment has taught us that. <laughs> yes. And so let's say the policy is real clear and it really clearly says you can't do that. Well, now you have a copy of the policy, right. Mm-hmm. In case you need to escalate things further. Yes. Yes. You know, and, that's, and you could go, very good point. you could try to get the policy changed. You, if you need to do a lawsuit, now you have a copy of the policy to give to the lawyer. This is the policy they gave me. The lawyer can pick it apart, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. By the way, in case you didn't know this, if you're, the problems you are having are related to your child's sexuality, uh, Lambda Legal provides free legal services, which I've availed myself of before. So, See, you, you got <laughs> to learn stuff listening to this show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I just did. If you want to, if you want a link, I'll send you a link if you want. And I even asked them because they helped me out with something. And I was like, what can I do? And they're like, can I donate? And they're like, we don't really solicit donations. But if you want to, we right. would be happy to have right. it. But he said, the best thing you could do, tell your friends, tell your kids' friends, you know, that mm-hmm. we're available to help them. Why not mm-hmm. post post the link in the show notes? Sure. Sure. Oh, man, this has been Better Off Dad with Paul and Steve. We're just trying to figure out how to do the right thing when things are hard. And it shouldn't be this hard. (laughs) Ah, genius. There was this class uh, called analytical chemistry, but it was at eight o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah, it started at eight, you know, and I slept through 90% of that class <laughs> and the, the professor knew it, but never told me until I, until I got a D in the class and I went to him and said, I'd like to retake the class. And he's like, and I said to get to improve my grade. And he's like, well, you can do that, but you're going to have to stay awake this time. <laughs> I was like, you knew I was sleeping, you know, because you're like, oh, nobody will notice. Like, right, you're you like, wake how up about and you're this? Like, nobody knows. How about this? How about you schedule this class later in the damn <laughs> <Yes>. day? <laughs> yes. Because I don't want to yes. be here. I know, I know damn well you don't want to be here. <laughs> yes, Lord. 